I'm Hannah. And I'm Javi. We're hardcore adults. Okay, well, we're trying to be. That's why we made this podcast. To give you the life advice that you may or may not want. Have you got your iced coffee? Obviously. Welcome back to Project Ice Coffee, episode three. Welcome back. We have a really, really exciting episode today with a very, very special guest. Drum roll. We have our very good friend, Hadassah Almond. Woo! Hi! <laughs> we are so excited to have you on our episode today. So excited to be here. <laughs> I know we're so happy that you're able to join us at Project Ice Coffee episode three. You should be truly in our Project Ice Coffee podcast, which is so, so exciting. Um, so Hadassah, why don't you like introduce yourself so everyone can like get to know you and maybe share a few facts, fun facts about yourself? Fun fact time. Ooh, okay, fine. Hi guys, my name's Hadassah Ullman. Um, this is Anna. This is not actually one of my fun facts, but Hannah Adler and I are cousins. Whatever. Oh yeah, I meant to mention that, but I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's very important, but I it slipped my mind somehow. <laughs> good job. This is good. <laughs> um, okay, two fun facts about me. This one I'm kind of obligated to say. The entire five towns knows it. I have five older brothers, and I am the only girl after five brothers. It's great. I live in a boys' locker room. Um, (laughs) And number two is that my favorite sport is rock climbing. Even though I'm short, I like to climb stuff. It's great. Oh, yeah. You bet she does. Like, she's she's a monkey. Hadassah happens to be an expert rock climber. So if you want any rock climbing tips, you can comment on our Instagram, a rock climbing emoji followed by the breadstick emoji, and that's how we'll know that you want rock climbing tips from Hadassah. You could also tag Hadassah Almond at Hadassah Ma, so she could directly tell you rock climbing tips because she is such an avid rock climber. She's great. Thanks, guys. Okay, why don't we kick off this episode with my iced coffee? Hana's iced coffee recipe of the week. My iced coffee recipe of the week. So today I did a little Dunkin' run right before this episode. And I went to Dunkin' I just to pick up their regular Dunkin' cold brew. I tasted it. It was way too bitter for my liking. So I came home and I put in some almond milk. Javi, can you pronounce almond milk for me, please? Almond milk? There we go. We needed that. Hadass is very confused. Why? You don't know where that came from. We have decided officially that here on Productized Coffee, we don't know what milk is. We only talk about milk with an E. True. I still don't know how to pronounce it. So now Javi's going to talk about milk every time. Talk about <laughs> I, I talk about my iced coffee. So we have just a regular cold brew with almond milk and it's delicious. Now it's not so bitter and I'm loving it. But also, I want to ask you, what's your favorite iced coffee? Um, well, I actually made an iced coffee just for this episode and put whipped cream on top. No way. We are so honored. Um, but my go-to is an iced caramel latte or anything latte because it's sweet and iced. Ooh, that's, that's the way to do it. That is the way to do it. I think that's also my favorite. Hadassah, what's your favorite place to get coffee? (sighs) Whenever anyone else makes it for me, I don't know. (laughs) And then anyone else is usually me. Just putting that out there. <laughs> yes. you. Have you fed me once? Hana made me coffees in the morning and we walked to school. It was great. It's That's very so true. true. It's so accurate. That's literally how our high school went. That's pretty much the sum up of our high school. But you know what else summed up our high school? Punny jokes. Oh, so, yeah. Well, literally. 
in the spirit of that, I am going to give my joke of the podcast. Are you guys ready? Oh, yes. yes. Okay. Guys, why do crabs never give charity? Why? Because they're shellfish. I was going to say that! <laughs> do you know why I picked this joke? Because this week's topic is all about not being shellfish, and it's about friendship. Wow. Hadassah's making a heart with her fingers. Love that. For all of you listening, you can all make hearts with your fingers as you say the word friendship. (laughs) Let's all do it together now. One, two, three. Friendship. Friendship. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Today's topic, we're going to dive right into friendship, but specifically the friendships between middle school and high school and the transition between middle school and high school, because that is, I would say, a very important stage of your life in terms of your social life. Am I right? Yes, it's extremely important. It's an extremely important phase of your life. The idea for this episode actually came because I was talking to a couple of middle schoolers and I was asking them for some stuff they'd want to hear on the podcast. And I suggested it to Hana, who suggested that we bring on Hadassah to give an additional perspective about the fear that a lot of girls have in terms of friendships from middle school to high school. And then I thought about for myself and beyond. (laughs) Hana, I'm going to throw it to you. You went to the same elementary school, to the same high school that was affiliated with your elementary school. So can you like tell us a little bit about that experience? Yes, I'll be happy to. Um, So I went to the same high school as my elementary school, as my middle school. Um, I went to Shalamis Middle School, and then I also went to Shalamis High School, as you guys also did. Um, High School! Love that place. Um, And it was it was still a very new experience for many many different reasons because first off it was a new high school it was brand new we were the first graduating class so um, just all in all it was it was new so I'm gonna be honest with you friendship I was nervous about friendship but I think I was more nervous about the fact that it's a new school and it's unknown and we were gonna be kind of like the quote unquote guinea pigs of of this new journey of this high school and the foundation. So like, that's kind of scary to think about. So I think I was more scared about that than friendship. Baruch Hashem, a lot of my friends from middle school that I made in seventh and eighth grade um, were also going to this high school. And I have to say that I made a few friends because I knew they were going to Shalamis. Um, So I really went in with a solid group of friends. Also, I went in with Hadassah, who is, I'm very close to her. She's my cousin. We literally grew up together. We lived down the block from each other. Even though we did not go to the same elementary and middle school, um, we literally, like, we would spend every day after school together. So we were so excited to go to the same high school. Um, And then she introduced me to her friend, Shauna. So I really knew majority of the group. Um, So I'm really, I'm really thankful for that. Um, and I was, I was very, like, like I said before, I was nervous about friendship, but it was not my biggest concern. Um, I do have to say that I was very excited about it being a small group. Um, I was both excited and nervous because I, I, I personally like smaller groups. I, I like connecting with people on that level. Um, I think I would have been more nervous if I was going to a bigger high school. I think I would have had more social anxiety, which I feel like more people would connect to because nobody's going to a school with just 11 girls. Um, But I'm just saying that was my experience. That's all of that I could talk about. But I could talk about like my seminary experience where I went from a high school of 11 girls to a school of 110. Like that's, that was a very, very big transition with Jameer Tashan. One day we will talk about. 
Um, and do you wanna, yeah, do you wanna you wanna tell everyone where you went you went to Sim for like context? Oh yeah, I went to Mahala. <laughs> I went to Mahala Seminary in Israel. I loved it. Um, again, well, this is not a topic for right now, but it was it was really such an incredible experience. Um, it was very overwhelming the amounts of people that were there, but um, Baruch Hashem, I found my group of a few girls. Um, so I think that a lot of that experience could connect to how high school is now, where you're going into a school with hundreds of girls, um, where you just have to find your niche. You have to find your five to 10 girls or your one to two very close friends. That's something that was, that was very important for me, just having the the closer friends. I think it's more important to find your chavra that you're very close with than to be friends with everybody. Of course, it's very important to be nice to everybody and, and be friendly to everybody, but I think it's more important to have the chavra and the group of friends around you that surround you and support you. Um, also, another thing, back to my high school journey from middle school to high school, um, I, I also want to mention that I really tried to make an effort to get to know people and just even know, even though there, there weren't that many girls that I didn't know going into the high school, um, one of them was Chavi, even though we we did mention that we kind of knew each other before, but like it wasn't like friendship. Um, so I want to say that I... I, me and my mom, we made a Shabbaton for all the girls that were um, prospectively going to Shalamis. No. Um, and a lot of girls came, but I just want to mention that um, there was one girl who didn't come. <laughs> cough, Chavi. <laughs> cough. Okay. Okay. Okay, Hannah. We never uh, let me live it down, ever. Oh, no, don't one, let you live it down. no one lets me live this down. I wasn't even sure if I wanted to go to Shalamit. I was so scared. My mom tried to get me to go to this, like, get-together on Shabbos, Shalshadis thing that Hannah was having, or, like, a whole Shabbaton to get to know the girls, and I was so scared and embarrassed because I didn't know any of them, and they made all these memories and these awesome private jokes that they talk about till this day, and I wasn't there, and it's clearly a very sensitive topic for me, and Hannah brought it up in the podcast anyway, but you know what? I will forgive her because... Because friendship with a heart. Because friendship with a heart. Thank you, Javi. Um, no, but really, I'm sorry. I know I did not mean to throw any shade, but I'm just saying that I think it's important to kind of just make your rounds before high school and just try to get to know people who are going and just keep an open mind. There were definitely girls like staying at my house for Shabbos that I did not meet once and I did not know them. And they ended up going to Shabbos and now I love them. That's that that's what happened. Um so yeah, I think I think that's pretty sums up my experience between middle school and high school. I mean, obviously there was like nerves here and there about different things, but regarding friendship, um I think I think that that's pretty much it that um I went with a lot of friends and I really tried to make an effort even the girls that I didn't know. I tried to know except for Javi cuz she didn't come to my Shabbaton. <laughs> okay. Well, since you're throwing a lot of shade at me, you did accurately Give us a lot of insight into your elementary high school transition experience. I hope that everyone heard that and embraced it and learned a lot. And now, not <laughs> throwing too much shade. So it was her turn to talk is over. So we okay. are going to throw it to Hadassah. So Hadassah, you went to a different high school than the one affiliated with the elementary, with your elementary, which I'll let you talk about. Um, and let's hear about your experience because you still did know a lot of girls in Shalomit. So what was that like for you? This is true. All accurate. Um, yeah, so I went to, believe it or not, Beno Space Yaakov for elementary school. It was a very good experience. It was very warm and kind. I had amazing friends. Um, and then 
obviously I was switching to Shalamet High School. Um, so yeah, even though I was switching in to a completely different environment, completely new school, um, I still had a lot of people um, that I knew just from different parts of my life. Obviously, I had Hana, who we grew up mm-hmm. with on the block. We lived our whole lives together, pretty much. Not even kidding. And then there was one girl, Shauna Deal, shout out, um, who I went to be with. So I was coming with her. And then I had the rest of the grade were like these random girls who you know and like you see on Central Avenue. And it's like, hmm, do I give them that awkward smile or do I say hi or do I like just like, mm, no, I'm not going to talk to you. Bye. <laughs> um, so those are the different types of people um, I was going to school with. It was from many different aspects of my life. So I wasn't scared – Similar to Hana, I wasn't scared so much about making friends, but I I was curious to see how everyone would get along. And it's like, oh my gosh, these different parts of my life are going to crash together and it's going to sure. blow up. Oh, 1000% on that. Yeah. Um, but I will say, I'll agree with Hana also that knowing and meeting each other beforehand was major. Even making one connection before you walk into that school on the first day, even having one person you can look at and be like, I know you, makes the world of a difference. Um, whether you have, like, were friends with that person from middle school or if you just met that person at an orientation or Shabbaton that Chevy was not at. Um, Rude. <laughs> I had to throw that Chubby, in we're never going to drop it. We're never going to drop it. You know that, I right? I know. I know you're not going to drop it. Honestly, it's good muster. Like, it keeps me humble. So Okay. Good. We wouldn't want you getting too confident, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, even if you have one person and you can use that person, I kind of like to think of it as you, you don't cling to that person, but you use that one person as a support system to help you branch out to meet new people. So you'll go over together to another group of girls and meet them and talk to them. Um. So, yeah, I just think that either whether or not you have one friend or you're about to make tons of friends it's a little nerve-wracking but there are definitely people around you who are in the same boat and who are going to be there to support you definitely wow Hadassah that's I think that's great because we spoke about my experience of like going to the same high school and with with knowing majority of the group and you were kind of like the in-between me and Javi where Javi didn't know anyone you kind of knew half and half you you had closer friends and then you had girls that you didn't really know so I think that's just really good for girls to hear because I feel like a lot of girls are in the same boat as you. I agree. I think so. Yeah. Exactly. I wanted to, that last line that you were talking about, how using that one person, you know, as a support system to help you branch out and meet other people. And I wanted to like highlight that for girls listening out there. Cause I think that's a great piece of very practical advice. You know, I think a lot of people, let's say, to speak to my eighth graders right now, right? Who are making decisions about high school who maybe know what high schools that they want to go to and who maybe are a little bit afraid that they're going to lose their friends or that they're not going to make new friends. I think a lot of people will give you that comfort of like, it's going to be okay and it's going to be scary, but you'll get through it, which we're definitely going to do here. And then there's an added aspect of here's some practical advice of something proactive that you can do to try to make the experience a little bit less scary and a little bit less comforting, you know? So finding at least one person that you know, even vaguely from any sort of way in life, that sort of familiarity can be super duper comforting. And even if if I speak English, and even if you and that person don't end up being best friends throughout the rest of high school, throughout the rest of your life, just to start off with that one person kind of as like a mini crutch, as a gateway to meeting all kinds of other people, um, I think is, is really great practical advice. That's Very great. Awesome. I also just want to add on. Um, I mean, Hadassah, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what you're saying is not, don't like, 
don't choose your high school based on your friends. Um, I think that's just a very important piece of advice because every high school is different and your friends are different than you um, because everybody is different and everybody has different places where they need to go. I mean, in life in general, but like in high school also, <laughs> obviously. Um, so I think it's really important just to know, um, don't, don't choose your high school based on where your friends are going because that might not be the right place for you. And yes, it's extremely nerve wracking to go to a place where you don't know anyone or you vaguely know people. Um, but I think what Hadassah is also trying to say is even if, even if you know someone on the slightest level, like whether you're distantly related, like six cousins and you've seen each other at one wedding or, or, you're like mutual family friends or something, even if you know someone, then it's really important just to reach out and connect um, to that person so that you'd still have that kind of connection. Even, even if it's a high school where none of your really close friends are going to, and we're going to talk about keeping those connections also later in this episode, which is also very important. Um, but I think that's also something great to point out. It's very true. Okay, great. Um, I think it's time to take a break. Take a break. break. Um, and we will be back soon. Welcome back to our episode about friendship with our special guest, Hadassah Allman. Um, we are going to get right into our topic that we were talking about before, and we're going to ask Javi, what was the transition for you between middle school and high school? Because you had a very different experience from me and Hadassah. You went to a different high school than your middle school, just like Hadassah, but you went in knowing pretty much nobody. So how was that for you? That is the best question ever, Hannah. It is? So, it's, it's just a great question. Um, so I did go to Shalom at knowing one person. I had one friend. We weren't terribly close in elementary school, but once we had both found out that we were both going from Tag Elementary to Shalom at high school, that kind of brought us together. Um, so I, d- I did have one person, but for the most part, it was pretty scary because I really didn't know anyone. Um, and one of the biggest reasons that I had chosen to go to Shalom at high school is because in elementary, as I have already said on this lovely podcast, um, I didn't have all the friends in the world when I was in elementary. I definitely struggled to feel comfortable in my own skin, which kind of made it hard for me to like open up to people and to branch out. Um, so it wasn't until the end of eighth grade where I actually started coming into myself a little bit more and I actually made like a small cover. So in the beginning of like the end of seventh grade, beginning of eighth grade, I was very much set on like, I want to branch out, meet new people, go to a new school and have a fresh start. And then over the course of eighth grade, it actually got a little scary because I started to make a lot of friends that I was really scared to leave. So then it became this very conscious choice of what happens if I go to a new high school and I now have to leave all of these friends behind. Um, And a part of me was really scared that I was going to lose them. And a part of me was also really excited to kind of start something new. And it was very hard to make that conscious choice of not doing what everyone else was doing. Most girls in tag just go to tag high school. It's easier. It's familiar. It's just kind of what you do. Um, And I had this very big fear of the unknown and not knowing if the future was going to work out. And also because Shalom, it was brand new. There was this general fear of, you know, what if the school doesn't last more than a year? What if it shuts down? Nothing to do with friends, you know? Um, And I was really scared about that. And What's interesting to note is that I actually did lose a lot of my elementary friends when I went into high school. It didn't happen right away. It didn't happen overnight. But very slowly, just naturally, um, we really did. I really did distance myself from them. I still have a good relationship with them today. I think if I saw them in public, I would definitely say hi. I don't have any ill feelings towards them. Like, they were all really great people. It's just kind of, you know, 
the cycle of life. It's the circle of life, as they say in Lion King. Um, you naturally just fade away from your friends sometimes. Um, and a lot of friends I do still keep in touch with. So I am really thankful for all the friends that I have now. And I will say that for anyone who, like I said before, is in eighth grade now um, and is thinking about high schools and is really scared about new friends, when you make new friends, they don't necessarily have to replace your old ones. Um, I think also something that I learned when I graduated high school and I was going to seminary is if you make a conscious effort to keep up with the friends that you still want to have around in your life and you, Hana, I know is very big on this and reaching out to friends, calling them, texting them, keeping in touch. There's no reason that the new friends in your life have to replace the old friends. Hana, why are you making that face at me? (laughs) You're so funny. I'm terrible at keeping in touch. Okay. Whether or not you're good at it, I know that you strongly believe in it. I I believe. For sure. I, I, I also want to point out, like, it's so true that friends drift apart. Um, It's just natural. And you're right. It's the circle of life. Um, But <laughs> I am very, I'm very pro keeping in touch. I think keeping a good relationship with past friends. And even if you're not as close as you were before, just like keeping that uppy relationship is very important. But it's just very funny because I am the worst at keeping in touch. <laughs> I'm just so bad. I also think that what Chavi is saying, this whole experience, I think is relatable to most people going into high school, because I feel like if you have friends you're going in with, that's very lucky. It's incredible, but a lot of people don't. And so I think Chavi, you're normalizing the fact that it is really scary sometimes and it's the unknown and everyone's scared of the unknown, you know? So I think it's very good that you're normalizing it and you're saying that fear is okay, but that, you know, it's going to end up being, it's going to end up being good. Yeah. It's so much. It's so true that it's scary, but in the end, it's okay. I know in the moment this this piece of advice doesn't really help, but just knowing coming from quasi-adults, this piece of advice, that in the end, you will be okay. It will be okay. Amir Tashem, you will have friends. You are a great, amazing, special, talented girl, and you will find your niche. And it, it takes time. It's true. It takes time. Um, but Javi, that was a very good point. As ben, Rector, as ben Rector would say, you don't get a chance to make new old friends. Okay, it's my favorite song, Old Friends by Ben Rector. You don't get a chance. No, wait, listen, you don't get a chance to make new old friends. Ben Rector is the best. I think you need to explain this to me because I'm just not hopping it. Because you're like, your old friends, let's say from middle school, from childhood, from elementary school, they're always going to be your old friends. And you can't oh, make okay. new old friends. I get it. I get it. Okay, that took me a second to process. <laughs> this so, message is not sponsored by Ben Rector. I just want to put that out there. Since this episode is not sponsored by Ben Rector, Hadassah, I just wanted to highlight that point because it's very true. Uh, for a lot of our listeners who are maybe a little bit younger, I don't know if this is relatable. I think this is more relatable to maybe our high school listeners and beyond that when you see a friend that maybe you grew up with or that you used to be friends with, but you don't talk to anymore and you haven't seen them in a long time. And then you do see them. It can sometimes feel like there was never any time apart. You guys can just fall right back into conversation and friends like that. I don't think you're ever going to lose. And so just know that even if you go to a brand new school and then you start making new friends, and then unfortunately maybe you lose touch with some of your old friends growing up together creates a bond between you guys. That's just, never going to go away. Even if let's say you get into some sort of fight or argument, argument, fight or argument, and you end off on kind of weird terms, that person will always be a positive, special person to you because you just, you went through childhood and that, and that connects you. And that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So just know there will always be that something there that you guys will be able to go back to. 
For sure. I just want to talk about that, like from personal experience, that there are girls from my middle school, which is a while ago. Wow, we're so taco old. <laughs> Six years ago. Um, that I, I, I'm i going to be honest, I didn't really keep in touch with them at high school. I was good friends with them in middle school. And throughout high school, we kind of just drifted apart. But I remember in seminary and even kind of now, we kind of, we ran into each other either on Central or just randomly on Ben Yehuda. Um, and it was like that. It was like that we never we kind of we didn't have that separation. We were kind of just schmoozing and talking as if like we were great friends as we were. Um, so I think I think that's just important to note that um that friendships do drift apart, but there always will be that special connection. And also I just want to shadow on our last episode um where a lot of girls sometimes think it's awkward to like reconnect with old friends. Do you feel that? Yes. I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if like you knew them during your awkward phase, like that's really weird if you think about it. But just to bring points from our last episode that it's only awkward if you make it awkward. If you go in with a positive attitude and a friendly, nice perspective and attitude, then it will only be friendly and nice and a joyful reconnection. Um, So I think it's just, that's a great perspective to have. Um, the perspective of it will only be awkward if you make it awkward. Yes, Javi, I see you have something to say. <laughs> Nasa, so Hannah oh, no. mentioned the concept of awkwardness in people and especially like the awkward phases of childhood. So Khan and I have been vulnerably expressing our and talking about our awkward childhood phases. So I think it's definitely your turn to tell us <laughs> some, of the, some of the awkward things you did as a child. Um, <laughs> I never had an awkward stage. Oh, oh my God. God. Not, no. We went through our awkward stage together. It's not like my awkward stage was from 5th to 11th grade where I had bangs and braces and I wore sparkly pink fedoras. That didn't happen, okay? Sparkly fedora, I can't. I have it right here. Put it on. Put it on. Please put it on for okay, the rest fine. of the episode. Wait, Hadassah, can I just tell you something? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay, I. I can't believe I'm bringing this up, <laughs> but over Shabbos, you actually inspired me to do this. I was going through like old journals. Um, I didn't even know that I kept a journal in sixth grade, but I found a notebook from sixth grade, and I was reading through it, and one of one of my journal entries <laughs> was. Oh, Dear Diary, Hadassah got side bangs today. I am so jealous that she got side bangs. I really want side bangs. Should I ask mommy for side bangs? I don't know. But I'm really jealous that Hadassah got side bangs. <laughs> I just needed to let you know that. Oh my gosh. Please. I'm so happy you didn't get side bangs because those things were the death of me. Guys, guys, I did get side bangs as a kid. And let me tell you, I know I said in a previous episode that one of my biggest regrets was the rainbow braces, but those side bangs were a close second. Let me tell you. <laughs> Hadassah, I just want to let you know that even though you regret and you th- you find that those side bangs were part of your awkward phase, just know that there was somebody out there jealous of your side bangs wanting them. You know what? That makes me feel better. Oh my God, I'm glad. <laughs> Well, and also, for those who can't see, I couldn't find my sparkly pink fedora, but I have my Newsies cap from Harmony. Woo! Okay. That's the way to do it. Okay, so we just spoke about our individual experiences from the transition between middle school and high school. 
um, regarding to friendships. So I think we should just kind of let the audience know how we became friends all together, kind of as a group, like we were a group of best friends um, and how that kind of slowly happened in high school. Um, uh, so we all came from different middle schools. Obviously me and Dawson knew each other before. Um, and I think our friendship basically sparked over like fandoms. <laughs> we were all very into Once Upon a Time and Harry Potter, um, very into Harry Potter. Was there anything else? I think that was it. Well, it started off with Once Upon a Time and Harry Potter. And then I think we talked about in last episode, like our, our obsession over the Flash. And I think yeah. our the, the common theme throughout our friendship was finding new shows, books, movies that we all just mutually enjoyed. Exactly. But these were like past books that we've read that we um, that we kind of bonded over. Except for me, I read Harry Potter because of you guys. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how we became friends. And then in ninth grade, um, one day I invited you guys to my house and we actually made Harry Potter wands in our in my basement where Javi actually burnt her hand because we were using alcohol. I forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys, the way that you make a Harry Potter wand is that you take a chopstick and then you wrap hot glue around it. And then you kind of have to like rub the hot glue between your fingers. But you're not supposed to do it when the glue gun gets really hot. You're supposed to do it when it's like medium. But I didn't know that. So I started rubbing hot glue all over my hands. And it did not go well. It was pretty scary. I think that was the first time we really all hung out together outside of school. Because obviously we hung out inside of school. Um, so yeah, I think that was like our, our friendship really started on a very basic level of just common interests. Um, and then developed into values and more common interests in that way so Hadassah like what how 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 would you say that our friendship kind of like trickled into slowly slowly into like a deeper more bonding experience um so after that first incident with the hot glue burning our hands off um (laughs) (laughs) it it slowly evolved into staying after school late a lot to help out with projects going on or open house and we there were many nights we stayed till oh, yeah. <laughs> too many too, too many. many nights we my mom we would all say we just spent more time in school than at home but oh, for then, sure. <laughs> and then it really evolved into going on adventures outside of school uh, a specific memory I have is of Chevy's birthday um, I think last year, two years ago. I think it was it senior year or junior year. Yeah, it was senior year. Senior. Um, and so it okay. Doesn't matter that it happened two months after her birthday. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. But the three of us went to um the city together. We went to Central Park. We walked around. We obviously had to make a music video throughout the entire thing. Um, of course. Yeah. So we had that adventure in Central Park. We went boating. Um. We went to this museum. What was it? Cooper Hewitt? The Cooper Hewitt, yeah. Uh, we met this very nice tour guide who ended up talking to us for about a half hour, 45 minutes. <laughs> the tour guide! I forgot about that. Same. I, was just, I saw a picture and I was like, oh my God. He was so cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that was, that um, was how our friendship, you know, kind of, segued into outside of school and going on adventures together oh definitely and I don't think we would have been able to do that in ninth grade um because our friendship was more of like a basic level of friendship and then it really over years it kind of just got deeper and deeper yeah Um, it's very true and I think even like also you just talked about how it evolved within high school you know from ninth grade to 12th grade it definitely became a stronger relationship and I think we can even say now that we are 
out of high school, out of seminary. I think keeping in touch when we were in seminary was definitely a struggle. Meeting up in person was definitely not an easy thing. Um, and I think even though we didn't spend every as much time in seminary together as we did in high school, and I think even now, maybe we don't see each other as often, but I think just those common experiences that we went through together in high school, that the way that we bonded so much, like I said earlier in the episode, we laughed together, cried together, did all those things together. And that's a bond that really sticks us for life. You know, those are memories we're always going to be able to look back on. So it's cool now that even though high school is over, <laughs> we still have each other. Yeah. I'm so thankful for you guys. Aww, I love you. So now that Hadassah is sporting her very fancy, awesome Newsies cap, we are going to transition into our next amazing topic, which is... Hadassah, would you like to introduce it? Yes, it is making friends outside of school, because as much time as you spend in the building, there's going to be a lot of outside time. Very true. Very true. All right, Juana, what do you have to say about making friends outside of school? So that's a really that's a really great question. Um, I think it's very important to have the relationships out of outside of school. I think it's important to have your school relationship ah, ah, English school relationships outside of school. Like get together with your friends from school outside of school, whether it's Shabbos or one night or on on a Sunday. I think that's also just important to get out of that school environment. Um, I think that's just good for your friendship. Um, but also talking about generally. Outside, outside of school, um, friends that you, like are not in your school. <laughs> just to clarify on that, um, I I'm going to talk about my experiences from camp. I went to both Camp Dina and Machala, and then I worked in Sternberg and a different camp. Um, it's called Camp Orhaner. It's a cure of camp. I did that going into 12th grade. It's um, a cure of camp for South American girls. It was an amazing, amazing experience, but that was definitely a social challenge for me. But Baruch Hashem, I'm so happy that I did it. Um, and also my Chabad experience where I, I already spoke about where um, Hadassah came with me sometimes, and that's where I met Chavi. Um, but I just want to mention that my, my camp friends, mainly because that's where my friends outside of school came from, whether it's Dina or Sternberg or Michlelet, um they took time to make it's not like we came on the first day I mean that happens a lot in camp not gonna lie it does happen a lot um where you come the first day and you're like bam I you just connect with someone that that happens a lot I find in camp settings um but I would say in on Michlala and Sternberg um that did not necessarily happen in Michlala I went in with a lot of friends so that was um definitely a big plus but making friends definitely took time especially since it was a longer experience it was a six week program in a different country um loved it though and i to this day i'm very close with my friends from mahlala one of them was my roommate in seminary and that was really such a great experience um but i would i would specifically say in in um, my experience in camp orhaner and sternberg that those definitely took more time um than i expected them to and just so you know i just want to say like that's normal and i i definitely have to tell that to myself as I'm going through those experiences and also in seminary that happens to me where where there are like those nights where I'm crying. I'm like, I have no friends. What am I doing here? I just want to go home with my friends. Where like, I just need to tell myself like, that's normal. Friendships take time and effort and you need to like put work into it, but it's worth it. And in the end, it's it's definitely it's definitely worth it. Um, and some of my friends from Sternberg, I'm still very close to them to this day. Baruch Hashem. 
Um, and I also just want to say, especially in experiences where you don't, where you have to make new friends, where you go in not really knowing anyone, it's extremely, extremely important to have an open mind. Um, and I think this is very, very important also for high school because you will be going to a school where you don't really know many people. Um, to have an open mind is just, I think, the key to making friends because when you have a closed mind and just are thinking of a specific type of friend that you want, then you won't get there. That's not the way to do it. Um, you need to have your mind open and just have all these different great interactions. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm saying anymore. I'm not going to lie. Let's get back to that was Thank so beautiful. I, 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 have one more, I have one more thing to say. Fine. One more thing. Yes. <laughs> My last thing to say is that um, I've noticed now looking back, I mean, not that I'm so old, <laughs> but <laughs> you are a grandmother. Okay. <laughs> I'm, a grandmother. I'm sitting in my rocking chair right now. <laughs> um, but looking back as to all my friendship experiences, I have to say that as, as I get, as I got older, um, my friendships grew deeper, whether they were my friendships from middle school and high school or friendships from camp and then seminary. Um, I think the older you get, the deeper your friendships are, because I feel like the deeper and more complicated your life gets. Um, so your friendships grow deeper and deeper, which I think is just important. I don't think there's like any advice there. It's just something that I noticed um, that I want to point out. Um, okay, that was my last point. That's all I got. Um, should we pass it on to Adasa? Hadassah, I want to, I know we had very similar experiences, but I just want to hear from you, um, like making friends outside of school, inside school, like how was your experience of making friends in general in your lifetime? Yeah, so remember how we said that Khan and I pretty much lived each other's lives? Um, then oh, that is Camp true. Camp Dina and Chabad. Oh, I just want to point out that in Camp Dina, me and Hadassah were, like, inseparable. <laughs> Literally attacked by the hip. Attack, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Oh I just want to point out that that's super healthy. <laughs> no, we grew apart. I think it was just mainly, it was mainly early years in, in Camp Dina when we were not in the same high school. Um, camp was kind of our time to really live our lives together. <laughs> And we really lived it up. We were baking partners. We were art partners. Oh, we for sure. Everyone Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The first year of camp, for sure. Yeah. Oh, can I also just say, fun fact, every year of camp, Hadassah managed to do this. Every morning, every single morning, she would run over to my bed and jump on me. And that's how she would wake me up. And the counselors knew that. So they would not come to me and wake me up. They would tell Hadassah to come and jump on me. Eventually, I started jumping on the counselors too to wake them up. It was great. Oh, yeah. 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 And then our last year of camp, TC year, our counselors were very smart and decided to put, and they knew because they knew there were counselors a year before that Hadassah was going to jump on me. So they put my bed right next to Hadassah's bed where there was a short wall in between where she could just climb over the wall because Hadassah is the little monkey right here to jump on me every morning. So I just want to share that experience. But Hadassah, I love you. And I did appreciate that. And I also just want to point out that sometimes you did that to me in school where you would run to my house and jump on me. Yes, I did that the morning of open house of like 10th grade. Of 9th grade. I remember that. Oh my gosh. That was but also it was Hashkacha Pratis Baruch Hashem because I did not, I forgot to set my alarm. Yep. Marcia. Yeah, I should just go jump on everyone in the morning. I don't think that's what we were saying here. That's definitely 
that's definitely what I took out of this conversation. That same. If you want Hadassah to jump on you and wake you up in the morning, you can comment on our Instagram. Hashtag jump 2020. Hashtag jump 2020. Okay. okay. Background. Heavy ran this program in our school called Jump 2019. <laughs> and it was very successful and very cool. And now we are starting Jump 2020. Let's go. Okay. Hold on. This would be a service that you should charge for. Oh. You should charge for the service. Pay me a nice coffee, please. Oh, yeah. That's the way to do it. For sure. That is the way to do it. That is definitely the way to do it. So... Another way to do it is for Hadassah to talk, finally, after enough stalling and you guys reminiscing about your childhoods that I clearly was very much part of. Hadassah, tell us a little bit about what it's like to make friends in camp, outside of school, on Central Avenue, in Cedars Park, not at nighttime, and other places. (laughs) Very good transition. Um, So obviously, Camp Dina and Chabad, just like Hannah said. Um, But I think for me, a major, major part of um, making friends outside of school was Shabbos afternoon, Um, making, just going to people's houses and then whoever's there for lunch, well, obviously, maybe not during COVID, but um, going to people's houses and they have two or three friends over for lunch. And then all of a sudden you're just best friends, just playing a board game together, like get their numbers after Shabbos, make friends with them. And then if you have a sibling that's close enough to you, shout out to Mendy Allman right here. Um, he always Mendy. Me... What? <laughs> he gets a shout out. Yeah, he gets a shout out. He's special. But so we always we've started as we got as we've gotten older, we started to make similar friends and have shared chevras. So you can meet people that way. Um, I also went to Camp Kaylee after Camp Dina. I worked in Camp Kaylee because they had you guessed it rock climbing. I was <laughs> the course instructor. <laughs> Um, and that was an incredible way to make friends. And I actually went in not knowing who was going. I wasn't sure if I was going to make friends, which is very similar to our topic of friendships going into high school. Um, and it turns out I, I went and I knew a bunch of people there who we just knew each other from beforehand and you create connections with new people. Um, and I definitely agree with what Hannah said about the older you get, the deeper your friendships grow, you know, in kindergarten, it's like, Ooh, you like pink. I like pink. Let's be friends. <laughs> and then as older, it's like, wow, we have the same values. We have so much in common. Our past experiences, you know, uh, complement each other. And I think that, um, it's actually a really cool point that Hannah made. Um, yeah. and I like how you, um, reiterated that. Yeah. Uh, do you I feel do. like, do you feel like your friends contribute to your identity i think friendships are very very important to your identity like hadassah just said that um finding friends that have the same values as you and the same um personality traits as you they i mean obviously not the same but like traits that complement you um i think that's very very important and really could contribute to who you are and build up your self-esteem and identity Heavy, do you have anything to add or subtract or multiply or a Pythagorean theorem? <laughs> I'm going to quadratic equation some 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 stuff over here. So uh, I think Khan and Hadassah did a really great job of talking about camp experiences and how to make friends in a summer camp. So I want to talk a little bit about how you can make friends, not necessarily in the summer while you're still in school, but still outside. Um, so when I was in high school in 11th and 12th grade, I joined my local B'nai Akiva. For those who have never heard of B'nai Akiva, it is a religious Zionist organization 
So it's pro-Israel, but also pro-Torah and Judaism and, you know, all that fun stuff. And it's part of a much broader organization. But the way that it worked in the five towns is that we kind of had weekly meetings where we would gather the kids in the neighborhood, like whoever would sign up for the events. And we would play games with them and have a fun time with them while simultaneously teaching them about Israel. And then a lot of the times, and it was run by teenagers, right? So sometimes we would have the kids come and do activities with them. And sometimes just the the teenagers in the group would get together to talk and learn and hang out. Um, and it was really cool. So a friend of mine from Shalomit High School actually got me involved in it. Um, and that was a really interesting experience because I had grown up Beis Yaakov, right? Um, as I as I'd mentioned once or twice on this podcast, I and I come from myself from a Beis Yaakov Yeshivish kind of family, and it was a really interesting experience to meet so many new people who had come from like a very modern Orthodox Zionistic type of background, which was a similar experience that I had had in seminary. A lot of the girls there had also come from that similar type of background, and it was initially very hard for me to relate. And I felt like, how can I ever be friends with these people who are just so different than I am? And in general, I don't know if any if anyone out there listening can relate, I have a very hard time opening up to to some people that I've never met before. You know, I have a hard time being honest about myself and being my real self. With Khan and Hadassah, I think it's it's been too long and we've done too much together and I can just, you know I can just, you know. <laughs> you can just, yeah, exactly. Social security numbers, whatever. Yeah, it's no big deal. <laughs> um, but that was after, you know, five and a half years of being together, laughing together, crying together. So when I first walked in to to a place like B'nai Kiva, um, I was a little bit scared in the beginning. But then I ended up forming some really great relationships with some really great people. And I, I gave them a chance. And throughout the friendship, there was and there definitely still is a little bit of, it's called a language barrier, just because we did sort of come from different worlds. But I definitely learned a lot from them. I think that they learned a lot from me. And it was really cool. So by putting myself out there just a little bit and by overcoming that fear of like, but they're so different than me. How can I ever have a connection with them? Just talking to them and realizing that we're all, we're all people. We all have hopes and dreams and we all love Disney channel one way or another, you know? So we all have something that we can, that we can talk about. Um, and also to add on to that, there was another aspect of it where while I did meet a lot of people, make a lot of friendships, there are a lot of people that I walked away from not even just B'nai Kiva, but let's say I went to Ronanu growing up. I went to Sternberg for a little bit. I even went to Moshiva for a summer, um, which are all really diverse. (laughs) (laughs) But I walked away from those places where maybe I had conversations with people and then they never amounted to anything. A lot of people that I came across and then no relationship or any sort of friendship came out of that. And I think that's also okay. I think it's important to keep in mind that you're not going to be friends with every person in the world and that doesn't take away from your value as a person. That doesn't mean that you're not going to have great friends to be able to surround yourself with. It's just a realization that, you know, there's billions of people on this planet. And logistically, we can't all hang out together all the time. But wouldn't that be cool if we could? What Hello, a, Zoom yeah. a Zoom meeting with 7 billion people? Yes, it sounds like a horror movie waiting to happen. <laughs> Guys, if you want to have a Zoom meeting with every single person on the planet... Comment on our Instagram. Guys, what emoji? Bear. An earth emoji. A bear and an earth emoji and and the apple emoji. Because I think the apple emoji doesn't get enough respect. I'm just saying. It's a very okay. respectable emoji. Um, For sure. Green apple? That's yeah. 
those were really great points that you said about um outside of school that's different than camp and you talk about socializing and kind of the fear of socializing can i just i just want to i just want to say one thing about first impressions oh gosh (laughs) yeah I i think I mean, this is this is one of my pieces of advice later, but um, I think first impressions are important, but at the same time, not so important. First impressions are not everything. Like, I think putting a good foot forward, um, a good foot forward and having a smile on your face and just being friendly, like, that's, that's I think, the best first impression that you could ever give, um, just being nice and kind. Um, but then just remember that like, they're not everything and the judgments that your brain, um, and your mind just first go to, like, that's just not everything. And you have to have an open mind about that. Um, so I think it's time to finish that segment and start wrapping up. We're going to wrap it up like a Hanukkah present. I was going to say like a present. (laughs) We'll wrap it up with a nice bow. So Hadassah, when we finish the episodes, um, we usually give like three rapid pieces of advice um, just to kind of quickly wrap up the episode like a beautiful present. Um, We were just wondering if you have any piece of advice that you would like to share um, from this topic or friendship in general um, that you think the listeners would be very influenced. That's not the right word. Be, be very impacted. <laughs> learned by impacted by that's the word thank you I got you um yeah so I think um my my first piece of advice would be in in general I always say go with your gut you know if you want to go talk to someone or if you see someone and you're like hmm I want to be that person's friend you know like just go talk to them it's so not a big deal like I don't I, I also have this deal with myself that if I'm ever in a room or just passing someone on the street and I think any sort of compliment to myself about them, like, wow, their shirt is so nice or they have such pretty hair or they have a great smile, um, I have a deal with myself that I will go up to them and tell them because why should you keep that to yourself? So I think that it's the same thing with friendships, that if you see someone and your gut's telling you that you want to go be friends with them or you like their shirt, just go talk to them. Go do it, you know? So on that point... Hadassah introduced me to a friend of hers named Mira Pastonic. Shout out to Mira. She's the best. She and I are in Stern together now. And we were walking through the city the other day. And Hadassah, I don't know if she got this from you, but she has the same rule. I don't know if you guys came up with it together. I don't know who got it from who. But I was actually walking with her in person. And she stopped these two random girls in Times Square. And she's like, I just want to say you guys look really cool. Like they were dressed in like really cool outfits. So she's like, I just want to say you guys look great. And I remember seeing her doing that literally yesterday and I was just really I thought it was so cool that she had the courage to go over to them and those girls you saw their faces the way they lit up they were so happy so that's an awesome piece of advice thank you for that I love that um then next piece of advice also is just in general practical how to start a conversation and it kind of connects to my first piece of advice go starting a conversation with a compliment could never go wrong because then you'll talk about if it's about their shirt, where do you get your shirt? If it's about their hair, I have no clue what you Where do you get your hair? <laughs> I grew it myself, whatever. Um, I got them. <laughs> um, actually, a kid I was babysitting once asked me why my hair is red, and I told them it's from Hashem. And they were like, what? And then they wanted to back. So, you know. <laughs> um, and my third piece of advice would be, 
I think Hannah touched um, on this earlier in the episode is that people reciprocate your energy back to you, you know? So if you go in with confidence, if you go in smiley and positive, people are going to sense that and they're going to reciprocate that. And even if you don't feel confident, they're um, fake it, basically. My uh, Hannah and I had a counselor, um, our favorite counselor, actually. <laughs> um, she always used to tell us that if you act enthusiastic, you will be enthusiastic. And here it applies too that <laughs> if you apply, if you act confident, if you fake it, you're eventually going to feel it. And that person that you're talking to is going to feel it too. Um, And it's just going to be a lot easier to make friends. And those are my pieces of advice. Those were really great pieces of advice. I really love the last one, like fake it till you make it. I think that's so true. Um, Because also nobody knows what's going on inside your head. So you only, they only see what you're, what you're putting out there. So if you put out positive vibes and good energy, then they will only see the positive vibes and good energy. And they'll try to reciprocate that because I feel like there's some kind of psychology there, which I don't know. I mean, you're going to be a psychology major, so maybe one day you could tell us about it. Maybe. If I ever pass any of my finals, I maybe will one day graduate with something that looks like a degree and something that looks like psychology. Okay, so I would love to talk about my three pieces of advice. So this is what I said so many times in this episode, and I'm just going to say it again, is to have an open mind super important just to be open to anybody who talks to you, no matter how they look, their hashkafa, how they act. Like it's really just important to get to know them. And then you'll see whether you vibe with them or not. But if you don't put yourself out there, then you wouldn't know. Um, My second piece of advice I also said in this episode um, is that first impressions are important, but they're not the be all end all. All you have to do is like Hadassah said, is just put out good energy and enthusiasm and positive vibes and that's then you will make a great first impression. How they react is not up to you. Um, and also same with how people how people make a first impression on you, how you think about other people. Um, they're not that important. Don't agonize over that because you just have to be you, and that's all that matters. Um, and my third piece of advice, which we also mentioned, wow, we mentioned all my pieces of advice in this episode, um, is to keep in touch with your friends from high school, middle school, wherever you are in life, just keeping in touch is really important. This, I'm giving this piece of advice literally to, literally to myself because I'm not the greatest with keeping in touch, but I really, really try. Um, whether keeping in touch is texting someone, calling someone, emailing, no matter what the relationship is, or even just seeing them in the street, don't shy away from them. Just go over and say hi and ask them how they're doing does not hurt anyone. Um, and your friends will always be happy to hear from you. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. And Baruch Hashem. Those were incredible pieces of advice, Hannah. And I'm going to take over now and give you my three pieces of advice. So my first piece of advice would be to walk into any given situation and to think, how can I use this as an opportunity to meet new people and make new friends? And even if, like I said before, you come out of the situation and you didn't make any new friends, just making the effort to go over to at least one person and awkwardly introduce yourself and be like, hi, I'm Habada. It's so nice to meet you. Where are you from? Even if that interaction is so awkward and terrible, there always is a really big chance it'll be super great and that you'll meet someone really incredible out of it or make a really good friend out of it. So similar to what Hannah said about keeping an open mind, um, go in situations with like, a positive, positive vibe that maybe I can meet someone new in this situation. I also want to add that um, I feel like it's it's similar going in with positivity and also going in knowing that 
you're not the only one feeling awkward, you know, at all. Chances are everyone around you or most people around you are just as anxious as you. So make the first move and just be like, hey, guys, this is awkward. I love that. That's amazing. Brilliant. So for my next piece of advice, number two is something that I think I touched on earlier, but that I want to reiterate because I think it's important. And that is that friends in your life will come and go and that's okay. I forgot who said this to me. I think it was either a counselor or a madricha, but she was telling me that people come into your life sometimes for a reason. So sometimes you'll go to camp for even a summer and you'll have a really close friend in camp and you'll never speak to them again. And sometimes that can be really sad, but I always find that Hashem puts people in your life as you need them. And to sometimes have an awareness that Hashem puts people in your life for a reason to sometimes get you through situations, to make sure that you have a friend in that situation. Maybe they're there to teach you something even people that you don't get along with or that you're not friends with, you know? So just know that if you're losing touch with a friend, sometimes maybe that's meant to be. Sometimes you can make an effort to hold on to that relationship, but sometimes I think it's really okay to to watch certain people in your life go. And I think that's definitely something that's a little bit more relatable, again, to our older audience. Sorry for any of our younger kinderlach. And my last piece of advice is something I don't think we even talked about in this episode is the idea that friends can have a really powerful influence on you. I know for myself that the people I hang around with, I call it in my head, <laughs> I use the word chameleoning because you know how a chameleon, when it touches on a surface, it takes on the color of that surface, right? Uh-huh. So if you have a personality similar to mine in which the people that you're around, you kind of chameleon onto them and you feel like that you maybe adopt their personality, their their way of speaking, or if you ever watch a movie and then sometimes you start acting like the main character like after I watched Newsies in my head I spoke in like an old-timey New York accent <laughs> yes right so, that's great so which is pretty funny but I think the idea is that the people you hang out with can have a very powerful influence on you whether you notice or not so especially as you're going on with your life and even going into a new high school can be an opportunity to look around at the people that you let into your life and that you let be close to you and to say, is this going to be someone who's going to make me a better person? Are they going to hold me back? Are they going to push me forward? Are they going to be nice to me? Are they encourage me to be better? Will they make me feel good about myself? And to always be aware of that and to choose your friends wisely. I think that's a really, really great piece of advice to end this episode on friendship on. Thank you, Javi and Hadassah. So on behalf of the Productized Coffee team, Hadassah, we really want to say thank you for joining us this episode. Yay! Thank you. Really of course, it was really so fun to have you and just to chat and schmooze about friendship, especially since we went through a lot together, me, you, and Javi, since we're very, very close. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you for coming. Thank you for letting me sit in my closet. Um, this was <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to like us and follow us on Instagram. You can also listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can email us at projecticecoffeepodcast at gmail.com. We will see you guys next Thursday. Don't forget to drink iced coffee. coffee and a huge shout out to Rachelia Eisenberger, Woo. our manager, who's really, really incredible. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you in two weeks. Bye.